Welcome, sports fans, to the 15th episode of You Bet. I can't believe it's the 15th already. It's February. No, it's not. It's Friday. It's not February. It's Friday, (laughs) September 2nd. Good start to this. Uh, It's September 2nd, Friday, beginning of a long weekend here in the U.S. Thank you for joining us today as we discuss sports betting tips, picks, and other good stuff. Remember that uh, you can never bet what you cannot lose. Everything discussed is for entertainment purposes only, and it's always a losing bet to bet where illegal. This is the first week of uh, football, so we're excited about that, and college is ramping up. We'll check out the scoreboard for last week's picks, give you some picks today, and our picks of the week. And probably some more, too. Thanks for joining us. Let's go around the horn and see who's on the field today. We have a man who picked his first football game when he was eight. He has over 30 years of sports betting experience on all sports, except horse racing, which is a complicated situation. Let's say hello to Mike. Hello, everyone. Uh... If you've been listening to the podcast, uh, you'll find out that this is my seventh straight winning week. I went five and two last week, so I'm going to hope to keep that streak alive. We hope so, too. All right. We also have Dave. He's been casually betting on sports behind his wife's back for over 20 years. Even the kids know. Just kidding. They don't know either. Why is daddy so mean on Saturdays and so happy on others? (laughs) His best (laughs) bet was a non-bet with Mike. And it yes. was going to be a house payment, except his gut told him not to do it. Thank God for the hook scaring him off. The Bears, who we thought they were. Thanks, Coach. Good Friday morning, everybody. Yes. I went five and one or five or two, depending upon how you look at it. But we'll let that pass by. Um, so it was another good winning week for uh, uh, for Team Dave here. Excellent. I'd love to hear that because then there's me pulling in last, Jeff. I really didn't uh, pay a lot of attention to sports until I started betting on them about 20 years ago. Since then, I've been trying to figure it all out and I'm still learning. And obviously I am because I went four and six. The only part of the team here that had a losing week didn't go so well for me. And that's two losing weeks in a row for me. So anyways, let's get this going. Thanks for joining us today. If you like what you hear uh, and make a little money on these picks, please share and follow on follow the You Bet podcast. You can chat with us and get bonus picks on Twitter at youbet underscore podcast at any time. Ding, ding. Let's get started. Let's see what the picks of the week or the daily picks are today. What are the daily picks that you have? Actually, let me let me, let me hold this one here. I'm going to start off with the daily picks and I'm going to go with two of the baseball games happening today. I really like both of these. I did a lot of looking at them. I have a 705 game, the Athletics at Orioles. I got an under eight. I'm going to take the under eight. I think that uh, with the, the people on the mound here, we have Sears at five and one, and uh, he's pitching really good with a 2.29 ERA, which is lovely. And then we have Kramer, Kramer, Kramer at six and Kramer. four with uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, the three, uh, two, four. You know, I think the Orioles have one of the best and uh, one of the best bullpens in, in the league. They're not hitting all that great, so I think they're going to keep the score down there, and especially late, they'll keep the the score count low. Uh, the under is is, is five uh, for the uh, for the Orioles after a win, so that's it's pretty common for them to hit that under. And I think if you look longer in their game streak, there the unders are quite common. And Athletics are uh, are four and one for unders in the last five games too. So I think this one stays under. Their bats are cold. Pick the under at seven oh five. Athletics at Orioles. My other pick today is the Cubs at the Cardinals. And I must be in a total mood. Sometimes that happens because I like the over here at seven and a half for the Cardinals game. 
uh, with, uh, you know, with, with, what's his name? Samson? Is that his name? Is that really his name? Samson on the mound? Swan yeah. Samson. Samson. Sheila. Mama Pell. I have no idea what that was. So we have Samson on the mound. He's one in four with an almost four ERA. We have Montgomery for the Cardinals, seven and three with a 3.28 ERA. They're both coming off wins. They're both coming off some hits. The last game they played, it was uh, eight to three. Cardinals are number three in runs per game, which is really, I'm sorry, the Cardinals are number three in runs per game, and the Cubs are 24th in runs allowed. So I think they're going to run up that score. I think seven and a half is low for this one, guys. Pick it at seven and a half. Pick the over at seven and a half for the Cardinals game at 815. Mike, what'd you like today? Uh, well, I will stay with the uh, the Cardinals and the Cubs, actually. Uh, but I actually like the Cardinals. Um, again, because of most of the reasons Jeff said that the Cardinals should run up the score. And I don't think the Cubs are particularly that good. Uh, Cubs, Samson, as we've now established as his name, uh, he will, he's one and four uh, against Montgomery, who is seven and three. So again, there's an advantage there. Um, and the Cardinals are just playing very good ball for the last couple of weeks. So I wouldn't bet against them at this point. So I would keep riding the streak take the Cardinals minus 240 and then I want to stick to the NL Central uh, I'm going to take the Brewers as a slight favorite they're uh, minus 115 I had against the Diamondbacks uh, they've got Lowry on the mound he's a uh, 10 and 5 against uh, Davis uh, 2 and 4 relatively the same ERA but I the Brewers it's like a do or die time now for them uh, they were in first place most of the year. The Cardinals have just taken over and passed them. So basically, they got the wild card left. So they just have to – every game for them is a playoff game. So I think the Brewers have to win. So they're going to be highly motivated, and the Diamondbacks are going nowhere. So Brewers and Cardinals. Excellent. I like it, Mike. Keep that winning streak going. Dave, yes. what do you see for today? I got Astros over the Angels. Uh, it's minus 145. You got uh, McCullers, who's one and one with a 1.69 ERA, going against uh, Ty Detmer's little brother Reed. Hold um, on, is this part uh, of your series of betting on people's pitchers with Mick in the first first part of their last name? Yeah, I'm going back to him. Come on, <laughs> let's go. All right. <laughs> are, you on, are you betting on senior or junior? Uh, junior. Yeah, uh, senior's okay. going to be in the stands watching him. So, okay, uh, Detmer's has got a 3.47 ERA. <laughs> Uh, Angels are just not playing good ball at all. Astros are obviously still on a roll, so I like them a lot. Uh, going over for my second uh, bet of the day, uh, the day, it's a late game, well, for us on the East Coast. Uh, Dodgers-Padres, mm. two good pitchers uh, up on. You got Darvish and May both uh, on the on the bump tonight. And over-under is eight. I like the under eight. Hmm. Excellent. Pick the total, too. I just want to go back to the McCullers, you know, because I, I do think there's a trend here with you picking Scottish-sounding pitchers. Yes. Hey, yes. Scottish is crap. It's crap. Well, McClanahan's actually on the IL right now, so you can't bet him. I, He's I, done I, with McClanahan. We, we covered that. Yeah, but we took podcast. care of McClanahan because he didn't cover two games in a row, so I had to right. have uh, 
Somebody take a club to the knee. Right. He's off the Christmas card list. Why? Why? Jeez. Oh, That's too soon, I think. Man. Too soon? It's been like 40 years. Has it been that long? Oh, God. It's the 80s, right? Was it? I think so. I don't know. We'll get our research team on it and we'll let our audience know when the clubbing in uh what's it nancy that'll be on Kieran. twitter what's we'll that? post that to twitter yeah well we'll follow up there for everybody who cares which is going to be three people which yeah. isn't bad so we'll take no. that no uh, all right so let's that's our daily picks guys take them win them good luck on your picks let's go for the pick of the week this is the number one lock we want to share with you Let's go back to Dave. What is your number one pick this week across all of the lovely things happening in the world of sports? Oh, because it's college football and it's the first week of real football here. This is what I love to see is a team that needs to show that they're a real team and that's Oklahoma playing against UTEP. UTEP's already played the game and they got smoked by a crappy, crappy North Texas team. Mm -hmm. North Texas it typically does come out and play some decent ball, but you know, they're a whipping boy for some of the larger programs. So UTEP lost to North Texas 31 to 13 last week. This is what I do like. It's not the minus 30. I will take Oklahoma in the first half. I got to anticipate it's probably going to be like 21 and a half or something like that. Okay, the, that line is not out yet, but follow that line. My lock of the week is Oklahoma in the first half. Hmm. Oklahoma in the first half. I like it. Mike, what is your lock you'd like to share with the audience for this week? Uh, my lock of the week is actually in college football as well. I want to go with the number 24 ranked Houston Cougars at minus four and a half over UTSA. Um, Houston, again, uh, is somehow ranked under Cincinnati based on Cincinnati playing last year and making it to the playoffs. And they've, as Dave has mentioned many a times, they've lost plenty of talent on their team. And I think Houston's primed to take over this division. Sorry, Dave. Um, and I picked them as my surprise team. So I'm going to pick them as a lock of week one to get this, to, to reveal the surprise already. How's that? Week one, I got them at minus four and a half. I think they're primed to win the uh, division and make a run up to rankings. So I want to take Houston minus four and a half. Excellent. All right. I got a pick of the week, guys, but I deviated from college football. A lot going on in college, but it's week one. And I, I just, for my pick, I went to another week one for, uh, for NFL. And after reviewing what's going on there, I really think that uh, I, I like the, the Chargers uh, in the Raiders game. It's Raiders at Chargers at 425 p.m. Eastern um, on Sunday. I think that's uh, going to be the best pick of the week that I can recommend. I have no idea under what math Vegas is using to give Chargers only minus three at home against the Raiders. Raiders under new management didn't do anything in the offseason. I picked them to be under for the uh, entire uh, win-loss for the season. I think they're going to come out and they're going to get spanked by a very strong Chargers team. I think that there's a lot of movement on lines happening here from perceptions from preseason, which we all know that does not translate into regular season. And I think that's having an impact here. Again, can't figure out the, net, the minus three for Chargers at home for this. And that is my pick of the week. I would like this pick of the week even at 
six or seven, let alone minus three. So like that one for Sunday, uh, Raiders at Chargers, take the Chargers minus three. You mean Sunday, September 11th? If I wish you could see Jeff's eyes right now. What are you He's talking about? Two weeks. Bet it this week and bet it next week even harder. I don't know what you're talking about. NFL doesn't start till next week. Oh, okay, we'll man. Get... We'll, <laughs> we'll, they have we'll lines get... already. Oh, well, for next week, for the, the September 11th. <laughs> oh man, I was looking at all these games thinking that it was this Sunday. What day is today? Today's the, Today's the second of February, apparently, according to you in the beginning, too. <laughs> the NFL isn't playing this week? Oh. oh man, why is that? Man, I'm living we'll in fix, the future. We'll fix this in post. <laughs> there is no hey, post I, fixing of this because I'm gonna stick to it for next week as well. I, so. I guess we know Jeff's lock of the week for next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Raiders. I like I like to give our writers as much preparation as possible to prepare for a pick of the week so keep an eye on that that line has to move from minus three still but anyways i kind of i kind of like it so that really screws up a lot of other things that i wanted to talk about so let's go over to uh back to to mike here for we not only picks of the weeks we have our runner-up picks that are also good happening this week uh what do you what do you see out there mike um i've got two more college football bets um First one I want to go into is Utah. Um, I've got Utah minus three at Florida. Uh, again, Utah ranked number seven. Uh, Florida is unranked. Granted, they're on the road. I understand Florida's a pretty tough squad. Utah is pretty much unproven, but I think they get to be proven this week. Um, it's a uh, it's a good test for Utah to come out and play against a, a good team to start and. For a number seven ranked team against an unranked at minus three, it, it seems more of a value pick. Obviously, they think the game will be close. Um, I just think that Utah's a better team. So I'm gonna pick Utah minus three. And then um I've got the uh the late game on Saturday. Well, the late ranked game. Um, I've got the Ohio State Notre Dame over. Uh Ohio State has a lot of weapons on offense they are going to score a lot and according to last year their problem was defense and i don't think it gets solved immediately so i think ohio state gets up early and then notre dame just starts throwing the ball or and and the points keep adding up on the scoreboard so uh there's no official over under out yet i imagine it's gonna be six it's 59 Yep. I was going to say about 60. So I was right there. I, I do think that Ohio State gets into the 40s in this game. So that is my predict as the Ohio State over 59. Thanks, Dave. Happy to assist. Mm-hmm. Well, Dave, why don't you keep it over there? What did you, uh, what else, what other picks would you like to uh, talk about this week? Well, uh, the other one that I liked uh, this week, and it is a whole high-profile game, 3.30 um, Eastern time, Georgia versus Oregon. Uh, I think Oregon is overranked right now at 11. Um, I like Georgia coming off of a unbelievable playoff uh, run. And I like Uga at home, minus 17. I love Georgia early in the season. Last year was an anomaly because they just kept it rolling. Uh, typically, there's some letdown, so I would watch uh, and stay away from Georgia next week. But this week, 
first game out of the gate against Oregon, high profile at home, that place is going to be hopping. And I don't think Oregon's going to be ready for it. You know, that's also technically a 1230 game for Oregon coming across from West Coast to East Coast. So you got the travel involved with that as well. I think you're going to have uh, Georgia at least cover that 17. Um, so if a push happens, a push happens. But I think that they win that outright uh, very easily over the 17 points. I have some more comments on that, but we'll talk about that later. Do you have any other picks that you have for the week, Dave? Uh, well, I'll take Man City again this weekend. Just keep them rolling. They're playing some of the lower teams, so I'll take uh, Man City, and we'll get into that a little bit uh, as we go on to our our news of the week as well. Man City is ranked number one, aren't they? Uh, they are ranked number one, yes. Yeah, I thought that I saw that. Excellent. Well, okay, well, then I, my picks of the week, guys, you know, unless I can call the commissioner and have NFL play this weekend <laughs> instead of next weekend, I'm going to stick with uh, my college pick here, which I like BYU over South Florida, 4 p.m. Eastern on Saturday. They're minus 11. I, I think that, it's, that South Florida has a very inexperienced defense. They're not going to have any idea what to do with BYU, and that rhymed. We have Jaron Hall, who who didn't even uh, didn't get a lot of – uh, they didn't show it a lot last year. I think he's going to be showing a lot more this one. I think the minus 11 is an easy cover for, for BYU, even though they're on the road for this, uh, for this game. I like it. Um, I like it at, at minus 11. And uh, that's my, my other pick of the week. That I like to go to. So instead of that, I'm going to jump over to my hail Mary pick my, my pick that I think is the high risk, high reward, maybe not have uh, seen it if you're not looking at it in a, in a certain way. Want to go back to what Dave said, because I went the opposite direction for my my Hail Mary pick. I like to parlay of Oregon plus 23 and the over of 47. I think they're going to score. I think there's going to be a lot of scoring here. I think Georgia is riding high expectations. I don't think they have it as strong of a team this year as they did last year. In my opinion, and we covered that in previous episodes, I do think Georgia is, is overranked right now. I think Oregon's coming on with some new uh, people in, in, in management and, and taking a look at what they can do for the team. Um, I think they've been looking at this home opener game uh, specifically. I think they're, they want to come out looking strong. They want to come out looking competent. I think they will be able to stop Georgia on a few drives, which I do think Georgia is going to win. So this is a pick that I'm betting that they're just not going to win by more than three touchdowns. So I do like Oregon plus 23 over 47, which I think is going to be an easy over here for that part of the parlay. And that is my Hail Mary pick this week. Dave, let's go back just, to you. Just to wait, wait, Jeff, 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 just to clarify, it's a teaser, correct? Not a parlay. Rough, rough, rough Friday morning for Jeffrey here. Just so gonna, our audience is clear. I'm going to tease that, not parlay yes, it. I'm yes. going to tease that to get the points, which is what makes it the high risk, high reward benefit, which is what I meant to say, not parlay. So it's a teaser for Oregon a plus 23 and over 47 for my Hail Mary pick. Thanks for the, the clarification. Past, yes, because in the past, Jeff has always gone against parlays because he knows that they're a, a tough pick. So that's why he meant to say teaser, but I think he had parlay on his mind. I'm just putting those thoughts into your head, Jeff. Is that correct? Well, I what I was thinking of when I was putting this together was how bad I have picked parlays 
and uh, this was was feeling like it may be, no, I'm just kidding. I just, I really just wrote down the wrong note and I read it when I was, when I was talking here. It is supposed to be a teaser. And uh, thanks for the correction. As I stated early on that, uh, you know, continually learning. So thank you for correcting me, team. <laughs> That's what we team do. Wallet. Uh, Dave, let's go back to you. I know that was in in, in uh, conflict a bit to what you think about that game. Any other comments you'd like to, to threaten me with or show me the, how I'm wrong on this pick? I'm going to stay in college and go with the Superfecta. Um, Ooh. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, actually, my Hail Mary is uh, Colorado State. Um, they're playing Michigan. It's plus 30 and a half. I don't think Michigan covers. Um, I think you got some risk reward there. Um, I, I just think Michigan will come out strong, but I think they'll uh, give up some points like Oklahoma State did last night. It screwed me. So I think they uh, they get up early. I think Michigan looks strong. I think they have no problem with winning this game, but I don't think they cover the 30 and a half. So that is my Hail Mary. You know, it's, it could like the whole state of Michigan. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> thought about that it should be yeah i'm with you on that i like i like that one good 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 and mike do you have a hail mary that you would like to share with our audience i do i do and it's the only reason i picked this hail mary is because every time there's these huge spreads with alabama you always think oh they're just going to keep running up the score and they never do and it's always like like this one is 41 and a half Uh, i got utah state plus 41 and a half and the reason I'm taking Utah is because I think Alabama literally wins by 40 or 41. They always come, they get hooked on 40 point spreads. Alabama does so often. It's it's crazy, as Dave and I will attest. We bet the big Alabama spreads in the past, and it always looks so good in the first half. And then in the second half, they just run the ball and they don't do anything. So they just don't want anyone to get hurt. They have nothing to, they have nothing to prove. Right. Uh, usually Alabama will give up a score sometime in the first quarter to make it interesting. <laughs> then they go out and score like the next four or five straight touchdowns. And then the second half is just boring football. And that's yeah, what if anything. I like that, Mike, because, you know, a lot of times when they do get up, you know, you see the second half and you see no scoring at all. So if you're alive better, look at that second half and look at the under. Yep. Yep. That is that is very that is typical Alabama football to where they go out and they they're just planning on thirty minutes of football this week and then they'll just show up and push people around for for fun for the next thirty minutes. So my I don't think Utah State has any chance of winning, but I think they can cover forty one and a half. It's always nice going into the first quarter up almost seven or six touchdowns. So it's always a good start. <laughs> Start ticking the clock down right away. <laughs> so could could you realistically uh, parlay the first half versus the, the whole game total? Yeah. Under? Yeah, you could. Huh. Interesting well, idea. Actually, you'd have to do an open one, and then you'd have to close it once halftime hit, because they won't set the second half number. No, 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 don't until... take the second half. Right. You take the total game as part of the second ha- second leg of the parlay. You can. You could do. Oh. You could do first half over unders, and then the whole game over under. Yes. Yes, you are correct. So yeah, so. the expectation of those points early on, and then then a drop off of the points in the second half, which is likely to happen. So it's, it's good. I, I like the logic, Mike. I think you're right on. I was just yeah. trying to think of other ways to, to capitalize on it. 
like I think the first half line will be about 28, which I wouldn't touch. But I don't think they cover 41. Okay. And a hook. And a hook. Yeah, definitely. Right. Yeah, those yeah. Those those high <laughs> those high lines, man. They're they're rough, but I, I like to pick. All right, so cool. Those are Hail Mary picks of the week. And uh yeah. I really wish there was some football happening. I actually kind of wish I was drinking already. So hey, I can just keep making. I can just keep making wishes. <laughs> just keep making wishes we all day. We can solve that. We got, we got time. Can't we make got the time. podcast worse. All right, <laughs> let's do it. All right, so let's uh, let's go into news, Mike. Uh, what do you, you know? What's happening out there in the world of sports? Well, it's kind of crazy that we're gonna actually talk about a little NBA basketball. Um, what? Oh. Uh, Surprisingly, the Cleveland Cavaliers pulled off a, a relatively big trade. They acquired Donovan Mitchell and gave up none of their core. And this is week one of the college football season. Actually, college football premiere was yesterday and a lot of news about the NBA. So kudos to them um, for get, stealing a little news. Uh, Cavs now have three all-stars in their starting lineup uh, with Allen and Garland and now Mitchell, and they have the runner-up rook of the year in, uh, n- no, there's not four. Oh, keep going. Sorry. <laughs> I'm getting word from my director that something's not happening. <laughs> We're having a rough morning. So anyway, uh, Cavs are very interesting. Their odds went down quite a bit yesterday to win the, the, uh, uh, championship and I think they're definitely the East is definitely stacked. It's gonna be worth watching this year. So the Cavs got better. Yes. All right. That's good news to hear. Dave, do you have any news you want to go through real quick before we have to wrap this up? Uh yes, I do. Um if again I'm a big man city fan this has the revolve around that, but uh they picked up Aaron Holland Erling Holland from uh German team over the uh, offseason here. He's played in nine games, or I'm sorry, he's played in five games. He's got nine goals and one assist. He's got the last two games, he's got a hat trick in each of those games. He's scored in every game. The guy is absolutely ridiculous. If I'm going to do a, a, a quick soccer pick, uh, yes, I'm going to take Man City minus a goal and a half at minus 120. Um, I love it. They're favored by over 300 um, on the money line against Austin Villa this weekend. So Erling Holland by himself might score and um, beat them by themselves by himself. Wow, they're still uh, favored with a goal and a half. Wow, that's a that's a big line. <laughs> yes, I, mean, I would love to so. see the last time that that's happened with two back to back hat tricks. Uh, maybe it's nuts. Yeah, this got to be crazy. All right, guys. Well, this has been a fantastic episode of You Bad. We're gonna wrap it up here. If you like what you hear, download, like, and subscribe. Share with a friend. Sharing is caring. And follow us on Twitter at You Bad underscore Podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, I'm going to go do some homework. May the odds forever be in your favor. And uh, good luck with your picks, everybody. Thank you. Have a great weekend. See you guys. Peace.